0: Hello and welcome to the Proxima Weekly. I'm your host, Maura Murphy, reporting to you from New York. Today is October 31st, 2022. Happy Halloween, everyone. As this week is our annual U.S. Power and Renewables Finance event taking place uh, this Thursday and Friday in Austin, Texas, this week's updates definitely skew a bit towards the U.S. Starting us off strong, the New Jersey Board of Public Utilities has selected projects as part of the Coordinated Offshore Wind Transmission Solution for the state. NJBPU selected the Larrabee Tri-Collector Solution or the LTCS Offshore Wind Transmission Project proposed by Mid-Atlantic Offshore Development and Jersey Central Power and Light Company. Mid-Atlantic Offshore Development is a JV of EDF Renewables, North America, and Shell New Energies, U.S. The Board also awarded onshore grid update projects to enable the capacity injection afforded by the LTCS, Atlantic City Electric, BGE, LS Power, PECO, PPL, PSENG, and g and Transource. The Mid-Atlantic Offshore Development and Jersey Central Power and Light Company proposal is estimated to cost $504 million. The necessary onshore grid update projects are estimated to cost $568 million for a total of $1.07 billion for the full LTCS. Under the state agreement approach process, PJM designed a transmission solicitation together with board staff that was issued in April of 2021. Proposals for 80 projects were received from 13 transmission developers and the board determined that the selected projects best meet the goals of the SAA solicitation and will result in a more efficient and cost effective means of achieving its targeted 7,500 megawatts of offshore wind by 2035. The Board also directed the staff to begin necessary preliminary steps to support a future SAA solicitation to enable the transmission of New Jersey's new and expanded goal of 11 gigawatts of offshore wind by 2040. Moving on, Heliogen Inc. has been awarded U.S. government funding for a project to demonstrate CSP technology to significantly decarbonize cement production, The $4 award from the U.S. Department of Energy-Solar Energy's Technology Office will be used to accelerate the development and deployment of concentrating solar thermal power technology for industrial decarbonization and electrical power generation and storage. Heliogen, in collaboration with the Colorado School of Mines, the University of Michigan, Martin Marietta, and CTP Advanced Composites, it to demonstrate a solar-driven calciner utilizing heliogen technology to heat feedstock and drive endothermic chemical decarbonization up to 950 degrees Celsius. This demonstration aims to provide a foundation for developing a commercial solar calcination system, enabling CO2 capture and heat recovery. Heliogen was selected as part of the SETO Fiscal Year 2022 CSP Research, Development and Demonstration Funding Program. Moving on to further news from the Department of Energy, the U.S. Department of Energy has announced three funding opportunities worth a total of $28 million to support research and development projects to advance hydropower in the U.S the funding opportunities fall into three separate buckets the first among them at 14.5 million Awards projects advancing the sustainable development of hydropower and pumped storage hydropower by encouraging innovative solutions to retrofit non-powered dams, the development and testing of technologies that mitigate challenges to pumped storage hydropower development, as well as opportunities for organizations not extensively engaged with the DOE's Water Power Technologies Office to support hydropower research and development. $10 10 million has been marked for supporting studies that facilitate the licensing and eventual construction and commissioning of new pumped storage hydropower facilities to facilitate the long duration storage of intermittent renewable electricity. And 4 million towards supporting and uplifting the efforts of diverse hydropower stakeholders to discuss and find paths forward on topics that include U.S. hydropower fleet modernization, hydropower system sustainability, and hydropower facilities' environmental impact. Moving on for an update on solar in the US, Arrivon Energy and Swift Current Energy have both secured two gigawatts plus supplies of advanced Series 7 thin film PV soldier modules from First Solar. The Arivon supply contract will support its projects under development in the Midwest and Southwest regions over the next five years. The Swift deal, the developer's second supply contract with First Solar, will back projects planned for 2025 and 26. A forecast from Wood McKenzie this past September estimates that, due to recent legislation, the U.S. recorded its largest quarter-over-quarter growth with 10 gigawatts of new utility-scale solar capacity contracts. SWIFT alone has a pipeline of over 9 gigawatts planned for renewable assets in North America. The supply deals with FIRST Solar give Erivon and SWIFT certainty of project execution in a market where project sponsors have struggled to secure sufficient module supply from the relatively fledgling domestic solar manufacturing base within the U.S. And lastly, for our stories today in the U.S. is in infrastructure and manufacturing. JSW Steel USA has secured long-term ECA-backed financing from two Italian lenders to modernize its $260 million plate mill in Baytown, Texas. The capital raised from Intesa Sao Paulo and Banco BPM is $182 million, of which $70 million is covered by Sace, and the balance is a term loan. The financing was structured by Sace's Export Finance Division. The project also includes supplies from Sider Hydraulic for a water treatment and cooling system, and from Tanova for a grinding machine for the new rolling mill and related engineering services. The total value of equipment and related engineering services being provided by these suppliers is over $100 Moving from the US and into Canada, CSV Midstream Solutions has announced a final investment decision to proceed with its Albright sour gas processing facility in Alberta. Albright will be located near the communities of Beaver Lodge and Wembley and it will serve the growing sour natural gas processing needs of multiple producers with Motany and Charlie Lake production in the region and will significantly enhance CSV's existing platform of natural gas processing infrastructure in Alberta's prolific Montney play. With natural gas processing capacity of 150 million cubic feet a day, Albright will also recover and conserve up to 370 tons of sulfur per day and will be the first such greenfield gas project constructed in Alberta in more than 20 years. Completion is expected in late 2024. With the recent announcement, CSV is looking forward to the positive social impact Albright will have on the region. Our last story for today is in Chile. Telefonica and KKR subsidiary OnNet Fibra has acquired Intel's Fiber to the Home network in Chile for $358 million. The network has an initial 1.2 million properties, but this further increased to 3.9 million sites with additional infrastructure acquired from Intel. Intel has entered a long-term contract to use Onnets Fibra's network. According to the Spanish newspaper Expansion, the transaction is being led by BNP Paribas, Santander, and Financial advisor Scotiabank, and is pending regulatory approval by competition authorities due to complete in the first half of 2023. And that's all for this week. If you'd like to hear any more about these stories, then please do visit us at proximawinfor.com And for those of you in the US that will be in Austin this week, I can't wait to see you.